everyone. Welcome back to Through Black and White. This podcast is about the journey we are all on and about all the journeys we are yet to take. I'm Anna. And I'm Tammy. Since nothing in our lives is simply black and white, we've decided to share our perspective on ways to find balance in our minds through our thoughts and actions. Join us as we explore these gray areas through conversation. Welcome once again to another episode of Three Black and White. Welcome, everybody. This one is a little bit different than the others. So today we're going to be talking about asking for help. And this episode came about because in a previous episode about saying no and how to say no, I mentioned that I have no issue with saying no, actually. But my issue is more when it comes to asking for help and sometimes finding that a bit more difficult as opposed to struggling to say no, if that makes sense. Yeah, and in that same episode, I said that that I sometimes have some trouble saying no, but asking for help is a bit different because I actually trained myself to ask for help. To go straight into today's episode, I believe that anyone and everyone can train themselves to ask for help. Okay, interesting, interesting. So uh, I wanted to ask you, in the beginning, what is it actually that makes it difficult in that moment for you to ask for help? That's an interesting question. I think, I'm not sure in terms of in the moment, but just about me, I would rather have exhausted all options. Okay, maybe I should make this clearer. So it's not necessarily an issue of asking for help at all. It's that I want to know that I've exhausted all options and done everything that I can do before I ask for help. And sometimes that process of exhausting all options takes longer than it would to just go straight without even having tried and ask someone for help. So probably I should clarify that and just make that clearer. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, I'm actually very similar. I would like to at least get to know the problem. And then if I really can't solve it, then ask for help. But over the years uh, of education or over the years that I've been in education systems, uh, I realized that sometimes it takes a lot of time to get to the this result or resolution of the problem. And it takes very little time to ask a professor or a mentor to explain it to you. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. And I guess now that I'm even thinking about it a bit more, I don't know, there's still a part of me that's like, I, I just want to know, even if I am going to the person, I want to be able to say that I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've tried everything before. And I'm not sure if it's like an inflated sense of self or pride or what it is. But yeah, I just, I don't know, I want to know that I've tried. Like, I want to know that I've actually tried and made every every effort to try and figure it out. I don't think that's necessarily bad. I Hmm. feel that I learn the best when I go through the problem itself and then I come to the solution. It kind of sticks in my head better that way. So that could be one of the reasons. As well as maybe we don't want to feel or look incompetent in front of the person that we are asking for help. Mm, probably definitely is a sense of that okay but if we come to the point that we realize okay we we can't solve the problem we need someone Mm. else's help Mm. 
um, how how do we realize that it's actually beneficial to ask for help? How do go through that process a bit faster? Do you have any ideas? Like how people would? Or maybe how you would? Yeah, I think there's a number of things. I think if you're thinking about a situation that's time sensitive, so for example, you have something to do in a specific amount of time and it's maybe two to three days before and you're realizing that it's still not working, that's probably a good time and you've exhausted all options. So I'll use myself as an example here. I think if I had something, for example, to do in a week and it's getting to about day three, day four, and I'm realizing I've exhausted all options, then that's probably a good time to just say, okay, I'm going to try and either ask somebody's help or try and figure out another way to get this done just because of the time sensitivity of the situation. And if we're taking a situation that isn't time sensitive, for me, the point the point at which I'm feeling more comfortable with asking for help really is just when I know that I've exhausted all options. Like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have exhausted all options and still be trying to do it mm. because I've realized that I've done everything that I can do and it's probably wise to ask for help. Yeah. But I guess if we're thinking about somebody who may still, like even after realizing that it's probably not going to work, maybe just going to like saying to yourself or just acknowledging within yourself that okay like I've done everything that I can do and it's like there's there's nothing like what else can I do there's nothing more to do (laughs) so does that answer your question let me ask you the same question so I think we have pretty similar understanding of that question or answer um I also think that it's important to acknowledge and accept that maybe you are not at this moment capable to solve this problem but as soon as you ask someone else for help you will be so you will learn Mm. from your own mistake so maybe when we focus on the end result actually when we focus on solving the problem and then gaining the experience and knowledge to solve it afterwards in the future I think maybe that would be a good thing to do. I think there's something very interesting here because in the episode about perfectionism that we did, it was the reverse. It was that focusing on the outcome of a situation and completely neglecting the middle part. So the process and the journey and the progress that you're making, that was viewed as probably not being very helpful in that sense when thinking about perfectionism. But here it's like the opposite. Yeah, it's actually very funny, but um, I feel that this is what we are exactly talking about in our podcast. It's through black and white and nothing is really black or white. So even though Mm. in perfectionism episode, we had focusing on end result as something that is not so helpful here, it actually might be. So I think it just shows, you know, that we are we are talking some sense here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think so. I'd like to think so. <laughs> okay. And I guess another question that I wanted to ask you is in the beginning, you said you not, not that you're, you said that you've trained yourself when it comes to asking for help. So gone through that process and gone through that journey. Like, what did that look like for you? And if I ask you the same question as before, so at what stage was it that you realized actually it would probably be helpful to try and change the pattern that I have when it comes to asking for help or not asking for help. And yeah, what did that process look like for you? I think it was 
quite a long process. Uh, I remember my elementary school days. Um, I was a very good student uh, or excellent one. Just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just okay. Yeah, just write that in there. <laughs> Sorry, now it sounds so wrong. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> Honestly, like, give acknowledge your wins. Give yourself credit where credit is due. I love True. that. I was an excellent student. <laughs> uh, yeah. True. So yes, that was me, um, and I actually didn't need any help with anything. It was all quite simple for me, and uh, in secondary school as well. Maybe when it comes to physics. Then I needed some help. Mm. And then, again, I didn't ask anyone, even though my father <laughs> knows physics and math very well. He's an engineer, so yeah. um, he should. Uh, but I still didn't ask him. <laughs> when it came to graduation, um, then I needed some help with chemistry, uh, which was, again, only like four days and uh, I managed to do everything I needed to do and I passed uh, everything that I needed to pass. So that was maybe a point where I decided it's it's actually more important to ask for help and pass these exams than for me to figure it out on my own. Mm. So I think that was my breaking point. Um, then during university, I, I still didn't ask for help. Um, but with time, I realized it's really faster and it's not about me and how I feel and how I will look like to others or how I think I will look in other people's eyes. Yeah. It's something that is my, in my head, probably. Mm -hmm. And it's more important to learn this and, you know, pass the exam. Mm. I guess it's just that difference in perspective and just the difference in like the way you're looking at it because like you're saying like not being so self-focused and look, thinking about oh like how will people perceive me or how might I look and that type of thing but really I have something to do and it needs to be done quickly so I might as well just shift my mm. a little bit shift my perspective and focus on the task at hand exactly and also I want to add that once you ask for help it gets easier Maybe the first time it's a bit it's a bit hard, but it gets easier, I promise. Uh, it's almost like an exercise. I'm not saying that you should always ask for help. You should struggle a little bit. Uh, I have nothing against it, <laughs> but it gets easier. It gets normal. And you, you see other people also asking for help. And then you ask yourself, or you should ask yourself, wait, why am I not doing it the easier way if an easier way is possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking you said something interesting there, like you should struggle. Um, I'm just thinking actually about the role that I've recently moved into. And so before this role, I was working very independently, like pretty much worked, worked with somebody, but pretty much just doing what I needed to do and not really working like as part of a huge team. Um, but this new role that I've moved into, it's very much everything is collaborative. You ask for help, you you know decisions are made together and so you're not really sitting there struggling with anything on your own and there's always a sense of like if you need anything at all just ask it's the norm so I think that shift for me as well working moving from two completely different ways of working I guess I'd say that maybe that has also helped a little bit like the environment that I've been in and again like I still will make sure that I've done most things myself and exhausted all options but it doesn't feel as it doesn't feel as bad or as alien if there's a day where I'm to just ask somebody 
before even sitting there for three hours trying to figure something out. Not that I'm doing that, but yeah. Yeah, you mentioned something very interesting right now. Um, you said environment mm. kind of facilitated you asking for help. So I think maybe one of the reasons why people might not ask for help could be actual environment. Maybe they're not in such a supportive environment where they can ask for help. Maybe environment is not really hostile, but in a similar sense of words, maybe the environment is not supportive. Yeah, definitely. I think just that sense of support, like knowing that you can ask if needs be, like even if it is that you struggle with asking for help, but knowing that nobody would look at you funny or think anything of it. It's just like, yeah, of course, like that's fine. Like you don't need to ask again. Like it's it's okay, you know. So environment definitely and also like a sense of support is also helpful as well. Hmm. I had a, another thought when you mentioned your new working environment I, I'm not saying that with asking for help, you are giving up your independence. I think in the, being independent is very important. And I'm not saying that um, working in a supportive environment is going to ruin your picture of independence. Uh, but having this sense of independence in your mind, keeping it in your mind, and still being able to ask for help could actually build you as a more independent person. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's funny that you mentioned independence because I definitely, for the first couple of weeks, I definitely did feel like, okay, this is interesting. This is new. Everything is done together. Like, what's what's where's my sense of independence here? But actually, it for me it was just a perspective shift and understanding literally like you said that because I'm now working in a team where everything's done collaboratively and they're so supportive and you know it's just we do things together like I'm I'm not I still have my sense of independence but I'm sharing the load if that makes sense like I'm sharing the burden with other people so yeah definitely my reality over the past couple of months I have one question stemming out of this yeah. um now, if you had a choice to go back to your previous work, would you do it? Um, so, I mean, it was completely different areas, but are you talking in the sense of independence versus working yeah. in a team where it's shared responsibility? Mm. Uh, I can't give an answer on that. It's just too different and I enjoy both. And I think I'm definitely developing new skills here, mm -hmm. which I hadn't used or developed before. So I wouldn't say that I'd go back, but not because I didn't like working independently. I think I'd like to spend some more time developing in this type of environment. And then I'd probably be able to make a decision about that. <laughs> Maybe once I've like, you know, developed completely or to to, to, to a greater extent, let's say. Um, yep. But yeah, I, I don't think it's one or the other. I think they're both, they've both been interesting, both useful. I'm definitely being taken out of my comfort zone here. And like I said, developing. So enjoying that, enjoying that process as well. I think we can use your example for our listeners as well. Um, so it, it's not that your previous work was bad or better than this one. Like nothing is essentially black or white. <laughs> nothing exactly. Shameless plug, yeah. as always, yes. <laughs> it's just that you develop in one and in the other sense. So it's all good. Mm. It's all about the journey. Yeah. 
Exactly. And they all like, it's, they're not like, they're not independent of each other. I know we've talked about independence, but they're not independent of each other. Like you're saying, like, there'll be certain situations that you may have to draw on your independence a little bit more and certain situations where it's more beneficial for you to just do things collaboratively. So I think they're not like, they're not mutually exclusive, if that makes sense. Another thing we were thinking about when we were discussing the topic of asking for help is that when we say asking for help, it's not always articulating it verbally. And we were thinking of this and we called it like seeking help from external resources. So so not necessarily asking people, but looking at maybe YouTube, um, online articles or resources. I mean, there's so many things. Yeah, um, you can also read books, old-fashioned way, uh, or you can listen to podcasts like ours. Why not? Yes. <laughs> So which one is uh, your favorite? I think I definitely say YouTube. YouTube is my go-to, especially when I have something task specific. So for example, I mean, I know last year I was looking at a lot of like statistics. So mm-hmm. learning and trying to get my head around that. So YouTube is definitely my go-to um, for that. Yeah, same. I have to say when it comes to statistics, YouTube has been very helpful. Um Online articles were also helpful, but not in the same way. Books, yeah, I don't have time for that. Um, And when it comes to podcasts, um, I have to say, I never actually searched for an answer or for any help through the podcast, to be honest. Um, But I enjoy listening to podcasts so much that most of my day can be spent easily (laughs) on podcasts different kinds of podcasts. So maybe that's not intentionally seeking help, but getting some advices kind of also counts. Yeah, I think that's very true. So going back to um, asking for help, like actually verbally asking someone for help, like have you got any examples that you'd give of maybe a time where you were a bit hesitant to ask for help, but you did it anyway and it was great, it was fine, it turned out really positively? I remember the best the time that I spent on my master's degree. And I have to say, again, environment was very supportive. And I feel that master's degree was way different from medical school. So I felt more like myself and I was more encouraged to ask questions. So any example from that time would be good. Um, We had really good professors, um, in my own opinion, and I feel that every time I asked the question, it was never looked down on it, or I never felt bad about asking the question, and it was actually very helpful. So picking only one would be unfair, in a way. You said something really interesting there about the response that you got when you asked for help. And I think that's really important because if a person does struggle to ask for help and the response that they get isn't so positive and it's quite negative, that might have an impact on how likely they are to ask for help again. And if somebody is met with a really negative response when they ask for help, kind of like when they step out and ask for help, it may be the case that that just confirms all of the negative thoughts that they have around asking for help and they just think, I'm not doing that again. 
Yeah, I agree. When we, if we go back to the reasons why someone might struggle to ask for help, this could very likely be one of the reasons. Maybe early in the childhood, they came across someone who wasn't willing to help, even after a child asked for help. Um, I feel that asking for help is, in a way, vulnerable position. So in that position, you're opening up your heart, you're asking for help, and then this person doesn't respond the way you wanted or expect, and you just close up, and you never open again, unless you like really, really have to, which is then a very painful process. Yeah, I feel like we've definitely gone into a lot of different things here <laughs> about asking for help and the reasons why it might be difficult. So what was your a positive experience when it comes to asking for help I guess similar like with the um on the master's program like when I was writing the dissertation there was just a specific point where and I think a lot of like probably grad students can relate like when you're writing it up and not really wanting to go to your supervisor <laughs> um, for mm. whatever reason just to, and again for me it was just wanting to know that I've tried it and figured it out so I struggled over this part and I went and asked my supervisor and within about five minutes, she was like, yeah, do this, do this. And that was it. And I just thought I've wasted a couple of days here. Mm. Did you learn anything from that? <laughs> I mean, again, my whole thing is I want to know that I've done what I can do before asking someone else. So I learned that, yeah, it's probably quicker to just ask. And my comfortability with knowing that I've tried everything means that it's not something that I necessarily wouldn't do again because I want to try before just going to ask someone else, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But at least you had a good experience, a positive one. So if you were turned down, then that would that would be bad. You would never again ask for help. Or probably be less likely to ask this specific person for help. Yeah. To be even more exact, true. You know how we usually end our episodes with some tips? Um, this one, as we said in the beginning, will be a little bit different. So these might not be tips, but they will be definitely closing reflections on the topic. So my closing reflection would be that um, if we keep the focus sometimes in some situations at the end result, um, if we keep that focus on solving the problem rather than keeping the focus on ourselves and how we feel and how we might be perceived by others, sometimes that's more beneficial uh, than just waiting for a long time, trying by yourself, not succeeding. And with that said, um, I'm not saying that when I ask for help and I get this problem solved, I just give up, give up completely on understanding the problem. I actually go back and I try to understand it again by myself with that little bit of help. Mm. I guess there was something that you said that was really interesting because mm -hmm. I, th I think there's a lot that's learned, or for me anyway, and I think you mentioned this before, but there's a lot that you learn when you figure something out on your own. And when you take the time to explore all the different options, all the different possibities that mm -hmm. it could be. And I think obviously within everything is about balance, right? 
So my, my, I wouldn't say it's a tip, but I guess closing reflection is just that I definitely would say like, try before just going to ask someone for help, like actually try for yourself, see if you're able to figure it out, but then find the balance because you're not Superman, you're not Superwoman. And in most cases you, you, and most times you do have some resources around, whether it's a person that you can go to or some of the online ones that we've talked about. So just striking that balance. But I'm of the opinion that you should be trying before you're going to somebody else just to give you the answer or, you know, figure it out for you. As we said in the beginning, this episode was a little bit different than the other ones. Um, let us know what you think about it. And also let us know how easy or hard it is for you to ask for help. Did you have any positive or negative experiences? We would be very interested to know. Yeah, that's right. And until the next episode, take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and have been able to take something away from our conversation. As always, we'd love to hear your ideas, comments and questions. You can find us on Instagram at tbaw.pod. Stay tuned for the next episode.